Welcome everybody to the Naked Show. Welcome. Episode ten. Here we go. Mm-mm. We're getting the, we're getting into the swing of things, man. Nine. It's episode ten today. It's nine. Episode nine was the previous one. Trust me, I just I just looked it up just before we started. Mm. Yeah, because I always get confused about these things. Lost. I'm, I was I not on my laptop that, just before we started Yes, recording. you were. You could have been doing anything else on Why your laptop. Why must we always start with an you argument? You could have been doing laptop things on your laptop. We always start with an argument on this show. Sorry, people. Sorry, we didn't mean to bring you into this dirty laundry that we're dishing out here. This is what oh it's like. God. It's always bickering. It's, it's called it's... hanging up your dirty laundry. You don't dish out your dirty laundry. <laughs> Oh, but God, I don't God. know these English sayings. blowing <laughs> Anyway, guys, uh, we hope you've been enjoying the content so far. Um, episode 9, which we re- released previously, Mm-mm. was so exciting. Um, really good content that we had with mm. Steve and Obi, and we hope you enjoyed it. Mm, very informative also. Oh, definitely. For anyone who is just young and starting their own business or is just young, and especially if you're into photography and all that stuff, I mean, mm. I think I think the stuff was very insightful. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, also think, I also think what he said could also be applied to other areas as well, not just when you're starting off a photography business, you know, but just starting off... A business or a craft on your own oh yeah without a doubt i mean yeah. i even watched his uh, latest youtube video yeah youtube 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 video and mm. he had about these these he had these five little motivational tips mm. and it was nothing groundbreaking but i thought it was just a, a nice reminder of hey this is something that we should just think about and kind of follow because a lot of times we forget about these things you know yeah it's, it's the basics it's always back to basics exactly you know? So, so yeah, um, but let's jump straight into it. Yes. Today's topics, we've got some nice things lined up for you. We decided to change the structure of the episodes a bit Mm. because the last two episodes we brought you guests Mm. and now today we're going to bring you us and then a guest at the end. Yeah. Uh, A little bit of a shorter segment for the guests. Yeah. And the reason for this is because we haven't quite figured out how to make the audio crisp yet mm. especially when we're doing these interviews over uh the skype phone or, or skype or zoom or whatever yeah. we're using so we figured let's make the interviews shorter or the guests shorter and then us a bit longer yeah until until we're able to not perfect but to get that quality really really good yeah we want to bring you good stuff yeah so anyway what's been happening this week i feel like we've had a lot of stuff happening in the world um, in our home, in our yeah. country, a lot has happened, but uh, I feel like I'm quite distant from it. I don't care anymore. Eh? Yeah, I'm also pretty over it. Um, remember in the beginning, just before lockdown started, we were finding it difficult to sort of tear ourselves away from reading the news every day and that sort of thing, or several times a day. And I think the last time I checked the news was like maybe three days ago. it's all the same it's you know at bottom line is the numbers are rising um people are taking these levels far lighter than they should and that's about it there's nothing else in the news yeah i mean i I, you're you're actually right i mean i don't read the news anymore i couldn't care less i go on it and i am instantly bored yeah so i don't even pay attention to it anymore yeah honestly for me as long as my family, your family, our friends are healthy and they're fine. 
and I mean, we both talk to our friends quite often. Yeah. And if everyone's healthy and fine, then I'm fine. I'm at this point. Uh, that's my focus. You know. Yeah. Those are pe- those are the people that I'm worried about. Whatever the rest of the world's doing, let them do it. People should be grown by now. Definitely. So yeah, I think that's 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 basically it. Mm. And other exciting stuff that happened this week was I featured on a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I actually got the opportunity to be on the Gareth Cliff show. Cliff Central. I mean, I, I look, I'm a big fan of their show. You listen to, to them every day. I genuinely Literally. listen to them every day. Um, every single day. I normally start my morning with them because they kind of inform me and they read the news and they let me know what's happening in the world. So True. I like to start my day that way. And it's also humorous and they talk about interesting things and they have nice mm. guests on. So And also controversial things, things that get you thinking and riled yeah. up and like, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but it's basically a show that has everything. I mean, I've learned finances from them. I've learned current affairs. I've learned history, mm. so many things. So mm. I, I love it. I learned politics. Yeah. So I genuinely love it. And what happened was I was listening to the show. So what happened was, let me start from the beginning. Let me give a bit of context. So I yeah. was listening to the show, and it, they were quite—they were quite irritating. They were annoying me a bit. Okay. Because uh, the main host of the show was taking quite a lackadaisical approach to the coronavirus. He was saying that it's a hoax that we shouldn't be taking it this seriously, yeah. and all of that. And I was quite uh, surprised by this. And then, eventually, I was listening to it on—I think it was Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, yes. It was Wednesday, and then the Cuban doctors had arrived. Yeah, and he, the night before. Yeah, the night before. And I was obviously very impressed by the Cuban doctors. I was obviously very proud. Yeah. And then I'm listening to the show, and then he starts to go on this rant that we don't need the Cuban doctors, that it's all political, that it's this ANC and the Cuban government. So yeah. he starts to go on a bit of a rant. I don't want to go too into too much detail. Mm. But I was quite touched. I was quite upset. Yeah. So I immediately paused the podcast right there. I didn't even let him finish. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to send him a message. Yes. So I went on Instagram and I started typing out this long message on his in his DM. Yes, Karen. To the point where Instagram didn't even let me type out anymore. Ooh, Karen. That's how long this message was. Got to be careful there, eh? And I was quite aggressive. My tone was quite aggressive. I can imagine. So um, when when I when Instagram didn't let me type anymore because the message was too long, I I stopped and I said to myself, you know what? I don't need to do this. Yeah. I've, I've typed it out. I've vented my frustration. Yeah. And then I raised the message. And then I went out of Instagram. But you know, then... if only all Karens were like you, <laughs> that processed in their mind whatever they wanted to say to the damn manager, and then they pause, they take a step back, they erase, and they just go, thank you, sir. And they walk away. If only. But wait, there's more to the story. <gasps> what? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So then I went out of Instagram after seeing that I don't need to do this. And then yeah. I was like, you know what? I really do need to say something. <laughs> I have something to say right now. So I went back into his DM. But this time I was a lot more calm, a lot more relaxed because I had, I had vented out the frustration. Yes. And I just, I, I, I politely said to him, listen, um, I don't agree with what you said. Mm-hmm. And... Um, as a Cuban, I'm very proud of the doctors that are here. Mm. And as a, a the product of two Cuban doctors myself, mm. um, I found it quite offensive what you said. Mm. And he immediately read it. Mm. And he replied and he said, I would love it if you shared this on the show. Mm. Would you be keen? And I was shocked. I was like, of course I'd be keen. I mean... Yeah, you had a little fanboy moment there. I mean, I this was early in the morning. I was listening to the podcast early in the morning. So you were still sleeping. Of course. 
And I kept coming into the room every 20 minutes. This man wakes up at <laughs> six o'clock as crack of dawn. This man is up. Doesn't matter what day, weekday, weekend, public holiday. So yeah, I kept coming to check in on you to see if you were awake because I wanted to give you the good news. <laughs> and uh, you only woke up much later. But anyway, long story <laughs> short, the next day in the morning, I was actually on the show and they mm. were actually so nice. They just wanted to kind of get my point of view. Mm. And they asked me about what it's like being a Cuban in South Africa. Mm. They spoke a bit about the Angolan War and history and all of that. Mm. And I mean, if you want to catch it, just just go check it out on, on, on their podcast. Mm. But honestly, it was such a nice moment because I realized that these people have been listening to them for months on end. And they've yeah. kind of, it feels like they're your friends, you know, yeah. because you listen to them on a daily basis. So it was just nice to talk to them. I had a nice moment. Yeah. And it's also nice to appreciate that he had his opinion. You didn't agree with it. You let him know nicely. And he he wanted to bring you on to hear your your side, you know. It's not just his way or their way and the highway. Yeah. But they're they're pretty inclusive and they want to hear um other people's takes on certain things and Yeah. I can appreciate so, that. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I can definitely appreciate that because I thought they were gonna attack me, but they they didn't. No, man, they wouldn't um, attack you. So so yeah, that was honestly so nice, and uh, I, I really appreciated it. Hmm. So that was definitely the most exciting thing that happened to me. No, it actually wasn't the most exciting thing that happened to me this week. What was the most exciting thing? The most exciting thing that happened to me this week is that my research results, Ooh! yes, are of well, they are unofficially out. Yes. Um, so my supervisor called me and said, hey, uh, I just got the letter saying that your research is done. They've marked it. I've got the result here in front of me, but I can't tell you yet. That sucks. Because the university has sent you an official letter. So yeah. I'm still waiting for it to come. But he said he is very happy oh, yeah. with the result. You know, now that I think back to it, it was actually quite a good week. No, it was a good week. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know your supervisor, but from the journey that you've been on and what you've told me about him, et cetera, et cetera, he's someone who's very meticulous, someone who's very particular, very focused on the details. And he doesn't, I remember the last few days when you two had to let go of the research and hand it in. We it was let a it go. Back, and, back and forth of this, no, correct this, do this, do this better, do this before you guys actually let it go. So if he says he's very happy, I think it's a really, really good mark. Yeah, and I'm no. so excited. Yeah, no, definitely. Look, it's I know when you guys are hearing research, it's like, oh, what's so exciting about that? But I think when you've worked on something for two years and a couple of months. Yeah, um, the amount of reading, yeah, the amount of writing you have it, done. Yeah, then it kind of, it's nice when you kind of cross that finish line. So, mm. so yeah, it was, it was a good week, man. It was, it was a good week. It was. Um, and we topped it off with some chocolate chip cookies this Saturday. Yeah, so you made chocolate chip cookies. Uh, fat City, here we come. Oh my gosh. I'm fat, telling. Fat City. Well, happily so. Happily so. So what do you think about the people running at Seapoint? I think Capetonians are absolutely unnecessary and out of line. <laughs> I feel like Capetonians should be put on back to level five. We love you, Capetonian fans. <laughs> No, you guys are extra. I don't understand. Like, you know what upset me the most? Not even the, the masses that were running on the promenade. Like, I don't care. Do what you want to do. What upset me were the people who had prams with babies out there. Like, I understand you want your child to get fresh air and whatever, but this is not the time to be taking your baby out on a pram on a promenade that is packed. 
maybe they didn't foresee it but when you get there and you see that it's chock and block full turn around with your pram and go back home so honestly yeah i want to chip in there so if an american an american journal i can't remember what the name is called yeah uh, or the name of the journal is but they recently published or found that children do not transmit the virus like we thought the coronavirus now you don't quote me on this this is in fact but i'm pretty sure i read this that children are are susceptible to get the virus but once they've got it they don't actually transmit it the way we do yeah no no that's so, so, so that's not my my whole gripe my whole gripe is not them transmitting it it's contracting it yeah well that's a child yeah well children children don't really children have a very low mortality rate to this i mean practically zero but but anyway that's beside the point i was honestly not as touched as you because i expected this to happen and i genuinely did because i had hope because we were treating this thing like a joke before so what makes you think that we're going to treat it seriously afterwards I just I just had hope. I had hope that people would be a little sensible, you know. I understand everyone wants to go run and be fit and be outside and we're all dying to be outside. We're all dying to get back some level of normalcy. But unfortunately we can't right now and we need to, the quicker we come to terms with that, the quicker that this will blow over hopefully and we can go back to actual normalcy in a regular and normal way. But well, yeah. Look, I, I, I am not surprised. I think, honestly, most people are incapable of governing themselves. Yeah. And incapable of actually understanding what it means to have a sense of community instead mm. of have a sense of self, mm. Uh, mm. selfish values. Individualism. Exactly. So mm. I think when people went outside on that day to the promenade or whatever, mm. Uh, they saw the masses gathered and they were like, ah, what's one more instead of, cause I know that if I, if, if I wanted to go outside and run, for example, and I, which I do, I'm glad that they now implemented this mm. 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. rule mm. and I want to take advantage of it. But if tomorrow I want to go jog and I go outside and I see that the roads are packed and that there's actually no space for me to run because that's how packed it is. Mm. I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to go back inside because I'm going to be adding to the problem. there. Mm. So I'm not going to go, but, Clearly, Cape Tonians were like, nah, seems all right. And they went outside. So that's why I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I said humans fail us all the time and they're going to keep failing us because we just don't learn. We don't learn. That was so heavy. Oh, that was so dark and heavy. Hey, oh, wow. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, in happier news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I invited... Adrian Campos to Christmas with my family this year. Oh boy. Oh boy. With my extended family, not just my family, guys. Extended. I mean, four nights, three nights, four nights. I don't know. One of the two with my uncles, my aunts, my mom. Well, at least you know my one aunt and my mom. Yeah. And my nieces and nephews so and you, my older cousins if you haven't figured it out yet uh we're an interracial couple <laughs> um i don't know because you know you some people can't tell race with the voice you know <laughs> but i'm done with you but um this is actually quite a big deal because even though we've been dating for a long time mm. um our 
family ties have not always been the best. Yeah. And even till this day, they're not always the best. So, yeah. So what I mean by this is in terms of us, mm. you and me, we're great. We, mm. we do this thing and whatever. But when it comes to you being with my family mm. and me being with your family, it's very tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky because it's so different. Yeah. So, so different. I mean, you've, you've met, you've met my aunt and obviously my mom and you've chilled with them for a bit. And now here's the thing, my mom and aunt, and especially my aunt, very talkative people, very like they're funny and open and all of that stuff. But as soon as, <laughs> as soon as you're introduced to like the equation, then they go dead quiet. These people like literally just, especially my aunt, you'll walk into the house, she'll look at you, she's like, hello. Like it's really like softly. shy of me, yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. softly, she'll be like, hello. And she'll carry on watching the TV and not say a word. And it's like, wow, wow. Yeah. No, it's true, it's true. So, I mean, it's actually quite, quite uh, an experience, but I'm looking forward to it. It has to happen at some point. Yeah. But I think it's weird the way the family dynamics play out because... What do you mean? For example, when I'm chilling with your mom, so when we're at home, and when I say home, I mean your family home in Clarkstop. Yes. It's just you and your mom. That's it. That's yes. the, the only family you've got there. Yeah. So when we are, when I'm chilling at your house and it's you, me, and your mom. Yes. It's quite awkward. It is. It's extremely awkward because your mom is quiet, but yeah. she's got this presence. Yes. And then she's got a presence that follows the room. Like yeah. it reminds you that you're in my house. Exactly. And then you and me are just kind of chilling there and all yeah. of that. But when you're not there and I'm alone with your mom, things are super chill. I know. Things and I, like, feel like, I feel like that touches me. Yeah. Like when you guys went for lunch when I was at work, you guys had the most, you sat there for like two hours having lunch. And I was like, what the hell? I can't even get an hour with you two in a room. Yeah, you know? exactly. It, it's very weird. And also like when, when you're over and it's just me and my mom and you. Like, we'll joke about stuff and then I'll maybe call you, like, stupid. Or I'll be like, oh, he did, that's so stupid of you or something like that. And we'll laugh about it. But then my mom will shoot me a look, like, across the room, like... Yeah, respect your man. Like, how can you talk to him like that? And I'm like, girl, please, exactly. sit down. I'm but on now, her side. But now tell me, what, what, are you nervous about anything about Christmas or... So, yeah, I am obviously nervous. What are you expecting? Because I know uh, that the uncle's are basically like the the head of of the family when it comes to to these kind of things especially the the black culture not the head of the family but they are the people that you need to earn their respect you know true it's a little bit opposite in my family but yeah yeah, yeah. so so i'm quite nervous about that especially that i've never met them and i think it's going to be weird for them having a white boy there <laughs> and especially a white boy that isn't just a white boy but he's also a foreigner true and and then i don't really know the customs and all of that and you know how i am i'm not i i, I am a very social person but but i'm also social because i'm allowed to be and i know that in 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 black cultures you have to kind of like know your place and and kind of you can you can have fun and you can let loose but you can't be yourself to the fullest and and in my culture, it's the opposite. Like when we're chilling with my parents and all the people, everyone's on an equal level, you know? Mm. So you can chill, you can say whatever you want, you can drink as much as you want, you can do whatever you want. Mm. So I, I don't really know how to behave. Okay, I see what you mean. Mm. Mm. So I don't think it's it's that intense in my family. So obviously the whole respect thing is still like a big thing. And there's, there is a hierarchy 
of course yeah definitely is um but also the males in my family are very welcoming people they're very you'll see open arms my family might even what i'm nervous about is them tiptoeing around you like being extra like oh good morning adrian how did you sleep do you want tea and i'm gonna be there like no one ever makes me tea You've always said i'm this, always yeah. the one making tea so i'm i'm worried about them being over the top you know what i mean but also i'm worried that <laughs> this is gonna sound weird but i haven't heard my family talk a whole lot of english <laughs> <laughs> and i'm very nervous because so my extended family is from the northern cape from kimberley and everyone from that side knows that afrikaans is like the first language to everybody and then comes like zwana and english english is like lost until yeah. the van vernacular languages but that's also the other thing like you say you're not just a white boy you're a white foreign boy so they can't even speak afrikaans to you because exactly. naturally they would just it's either tono afrikaans in our house so now you don't even you don't even prat so now <laughs> i can prat what are they going to do i can frustan i really I, I can't wait to see like oh you speak english oh that's nice yeah no look it's definitely out of my comfort zone it's it's something that i wouldn't normally do mm. um and i'm obviously putting myself out there because i know it'll make you happy and i know it's something that i have to do but i just hope it goes well you know i hope it goes well i i really don't think you have anything to worry about i mean i don't even think it's one of those will my family accept you how will they take you anything like that that you i can tell you for sure with all the confidence in the world you don't have to worry about that they will literally my uncles will take you like their nephew the same yeah. as they take me so and my older cousins as well i think you're going to get along pretty well with them also um but other than that i think it's going to be fun i really think it is oh, obviously i think i think it'll be a lot of fun and it'll be definitely a different experience but i'm not worried about anyone accepting me i mean i don't have to be accepted um and i'm obviously very individualistic in that sense where it's like if people don't like mm. me i'm like i'm out of here you know mm, big man things <laughs> so yeah big man so, yeah. but i think i think that's 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 part of kind of like what you got to tiptoe around you know you have to make sure that you are respectful and that mm. you are you are a guest and that you behave the way guests should you know mm. so mm. yeah it'll be interesting and i know you've got a tendency of kind of like just saying hi this is adrian and then you leave leave me there i won't like as me i'll leave and you. then i'm there like what the hell you were supposed to kind of ease me into this now i have to do this by myself i won't like baby already already try i'll try my best i remember when i took denal to the family gathering and i remember the whole way we were driving to kimberley and i was like denal my family is like they tease you all the time yeah. like they're gonna tease you like in the first five minutes that they meet you they say it like it is they don't there's no filter no nothing so you gotta be strong honey okay <laughs> you gotta take it you gotta laugh and you gotta keep moving if you like put it in your heart you're gonna fucking die yeah so she took that and she rolled like we got there i introduced her to everybody and then after that i just left her i was like i'm gonna go do this and then she was she just found one of my aunts and she's like can i help you and my aunt was like yeah sure help me and then I yeah. guess that's the best way to do it. Kind of just throw throw someone in the deep end. But uh, hey, it mm. should be fun. It's I'm gonna looking be forward to it. You're gonna and love I don't it. Know, I don't know how my mom's gonna take it because uh, of 
recent years, I've made the deal with my mom where it's like, I'll spend Christmas with you guys, but New Year's, I'm always going to be doing my own thing, you know? Yeah. So now I'm not going to spend Christmas or New Year's because obviously New Year's, I want to turn up. I want to do the most. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how my mom is going to take it. So, I mean, it's it's been a lot of changes for her this year. I'll talk to her, don't worry. So she's girl. gonna have to be strong. That one, she's gonna I'll, have to I'll be strong. I'll talk to her. She can come also to Christmas. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about. I don't know about my mom <laughs> yeah. in one of those settings. No, like no, that's never gonna work. Yeah. So yeah, but it's it's interesting how um, op- not opposite. Yeah, opposite our families are. Yeah, I mean, look, when you chill with with my family, it's also it's also quite strange. It's what it's a strange, strange feeling. Yeah. It's strange because your family is so open guys latina families are so like they talk about anything and everything like in my family for example you will never hear anyone utter like the word sex or kissing or you know anything like to do with relations that's taboo yeah we don't talk about that like we pretend like this stuff doesn't happen but your family, oh my god! You know, gosh. my family is very open, and I think I think that's what I meant when I say we're all on a level playing field. Like once you start chilling and, and partying, everyone's the same. You know, everyone's everyone's equal there. Mm, that's very true. Whether you're a child or a kid or whatever. Yeah, there isn't there isn't that exactly. you're you're younger than me, you're below me. You and obviously, to... we talk about extra things. And Latina moms are extremely extra, and they will verbalize whatever they feel <laughs> like there needs to be added in there. Like they'll tell their opinion. And they're not afraid to shy away from anything. So I think, and I'm sure you've seen it, you know. Yeah, I have. I have. I remember that one time when I went over to your place in Clarksville. And then we were chilling with your aunt. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. We were chilling with your aunt and um, her husband and your mom and um, Ali and Dudu. And then they started talking about like bedroom things. And I was like. Now you must understand, obviously this was all in Spanish. I couldn't understand like 90% of it, but there's certain words in languages that are all the same. Yeah. They're universal words. You <laughs> yes. know? Exactly. And I kept hearing this word and I'm like, oh my gosh, they can't be talking about that. Where do I even put myself? And I was just smiling, you know, just smiling. And I remember I just took my wine and I took a sip and then your, I think your mom said it. She said something along the lines of, I must feel so awkward yeah. about like it's the first time when you guys are talking about this and they all just laughed. No, definitely. Look, I think it's definitely going to be a weird experience for me. Um, and I think the reaction episode of, of that is going to be so much fun because oh, we're going to be able gosh, to yes. talk about it. Oh my gosh, um, yes. But for now, let's introduce our guest for today. Yes. We have Leandra Ruiz. Dudu. AKA Dudu, yes. So Dudu, I've known her as long as she's been alive. I mean, Dudu's family. Dudu's family. She's my best friend, basically brother's little sister. And mm-hmm. her and my younger brother grew up together. Yeah, they were like five months apart. Yeah, they're like five months apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen her grow up, and now she's a beautiful young woman. Yes. And full of opinions and quirks, and it's just difficult to understand her, man. <laughs> so that's why we had to have her on, just so she could share a bit about herself. So mm-hmm. today is actually just a bit of an introduction to what she's all about. Yeah. So that when she does come back on as a guest, yes, uh, you kind of know why she's talking about the things she's talking about. Absolutely. So play, pay, play. Play? Oh, goodness. Pay close attention Ooh. to the questions we ask her. And remember that this girl is only 19 years old. Yes. All yes. Right. And she's, yeah. 
Yes, so we felt like she would be the next guest because uh, we definitely need to get her out there. And we, the world needs to see more of Dudu. And hear more of Dudu. Yes, so that's it from us today, guys. Uh, here is Dudu next. All right, so today we've got Leandra Ruiz, a.k.a. Dudu, on the Doo-doo. podcast. And we are very <laughs> excited. Dudu is one of my fellow Cubans, one of my homies, you know. And uh, we had to have her on the show because obviously we knew that uh, she's also got the personality for this. I feel like Mm. we always say this, but, you know, she's obviously one of the OGs, right? Mm. So Dudu, just introduce yourself quickly, briefly, and then tell people why you listen to The Naked Show and how long you've been listening to The Naked Show. Mm. Okay, so I'm Leandra and I don't do much i'm just like you know chilling and i listened to the naked show since the beginning i listened to it because it's genuinely so funny and it's something that i can listen to while i'm in the kitchen you know doing whatever it's not like a youtube video that i have to like sit there and watch it so yeah so before you started listening to the naked show were there any other podcasts that you were listening to no i'm not a podcast listener you know that actually surprised me because i feel like you are not like the usual kids Mm. and we're going to talk about that obviously Mm. but i would have thought that you were into maybe some some podcasts here and maybe i mean there's a lot of music podcasts there's a lot of Mm. uh i don't actually know what else you're interested but but yeah i i used to listen to the oprah podcast because stevie nicks was on it and bon jovi and those that's the only two like podcasts that i listened to from the oprah show and also it's oprah you know so yeah. Okay. All right. So moving on to the point of, of you're not like the other kids, right? So Dudu has a lot of quirks and a lot of intricacies that make her different. Dudu's got a grandma inside of her. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Locked up inside of this but they young also, body. <laughs> they also make her difficult to please. <laughs> Not my words, Dudu. So, Not my words. So please, go off on one of your rants, especially about music and about pop culture. <laughs> the quirks of me being a very old lady. Um, <laughs> I just feel like things have lost their flavor. I feel like things are more boring now. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm 50 years old inside. But when it comes to like music, lyrics don't mean anything anymore like they used to. And it's all about like very superficial things and movies are all about making money. For example, I love Star Wars, but I'm not going to lie. Some of the Star Wars movies now, they're, you can clearly see that they're just like pumping them out as fast as they can to make as much money as they can. They're not what they used to be, you know? Mm. So, yeah. The world is a business though. It is, but I absolutely resonate with what you're saying. Like, a lot of things are losing their quality in that. I mean, man, people used to be so romantic in their music. Like these boys used to lay down bars in their music. I mean, simple example, I want to lay you down on a bed of roses. I mean, please, son, do that. And now all these niggas are just like, pussy money weed, mo bend you over and do this and this. And you're like, oh, that is so disgusting. <laughs> All right, so we know that obviously you dislike the pop culture music and everything that's new and all of that. Are there any particular bands or stuff that you adore? 
like current bands or no. my old school bands go for your go for what you love tell the people what you love okay it's got to be the beatles man i mean come nice. on now so the your beatles. dad obviously influenced you there yeah my dad influences most of my quirks as you call them <laughs> all right okay and and tell us are you, how old are you now i'm 19 i'm going to turn 20 in november and first year of varsity are you going across at the moment what's happening with varsity uh we have started online classes online classes are going to start as of monday and yeah it's just very uncertain of when we're going back to campus when it's safe you know mm. i rate i rate universities are going to be amongst the last things to go back um i think schools will go back before university i, I think genuine you guys are only going to go back to campus like around september october i genuinely see it and can i say something real quick mm-hmm. there is an episode where adrian says that the students are very worried about the uncertain future we are out here on tiktok renegating we are enjoying this little break that we're getting. We are just doing dandy. I I assure you. So is it just is it just me that that would have been worried if I was a student? Dandy. <laughs> yeah. So the, the students are not worried at all? Not not the first years. Maybe it's just because I'm only seeing this first year behavior but as of yeah. I don't but, like we are really just fine, hey. We are doing good. But here's my thing is I would have thought that obviously you're in first year now it's the it's the first time that you're in varsity and you know you're obviously looking forward to it it's a new experience it's challenging but it's new and then all of a sudden the row row comes and fucks everything up for you guys so I mean it, it don't you feel like damn this is supposed to be my my first year and now everything is just up in a mess I mean see now this is when my quirks come in i am not one to go out and club and do the most with my friends i'm really not the loud music gives me a headache the strobe lights kind of make me dizzy i'm more of chilling at home reading a book watching a movie or something now this is not saying that i don't like to go out but it's not really affecting me that much because i wasn't like oh, first year like new adventures and stuff like that i was like oh, okay first year you know cool i have more work to do now fun i guess the other way you could also look at it is that now that first years might have to do first year again next year this is kind of like a gap year that you didn't have to ask your parents for and therefore disappoint them you know it's like a free gap year it's amazing that's true actually no yeah we are getting charged by the hour here we really are my parents are still paying for this gap year Okay that's true. That's true universities true. are still charging nothing like I mean I had to pay and 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 things <laughs> things are still as as weird as ever but but I guess that's true. I guess that's very true. All right. And we also want to know well more bibs wants to know about what it's like to be or what it's like to live with a latina mom, right? And I don't want to give my biased opinion so we thought we'd bring you in there. Um okay how much time do you have No no quick <laughs> and easy Okay it's a lot um let's see latina moms are very loud are very um 
what's a nice word for crazy? <laughs> um, Latina moms, man, there are a lot, especially with this Corona stuff. I hate going outside because she makes me take all of my clothes out outside, put a robe on and go straight to shower. No, no like way. no questions asked. Really? I'm serious. I am serious. I have to sanitize the bottom of my shoes. I have to hang my bag outside. My phone cannot come into the house unless she sanitizes it. That's what it's like living with a Latina mom. Damn. And, and when you when you're at the shops, like she's stressed, is she tense? Because you know Latina moms, whenever whenever stuff's happening around them, they tend to uh, ex what externally express their frustrations, and it's mm. everybody else's fault, you know. Uh, yes, the stores they were bad before, but now they're even worse because all of the like the people around her make her nervous. Um, and for example, the other day we were at Woolies, and she couldn't read the price on the bread. And I don't know how this is my fault, but she turns to me and she says, look at you, looking at the grapes, you're not even helping me. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? It's a lot, yeah. Of course it's your fault. All of us are deemed, they can't see the prices. But also, Dudu, so um, I've chilled with you guys a, a little and your parents and your mom and dad. Um, oh wait, that, uh, those are your parents. Those are your okay. parents, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, so I've chilled with your parents and you, and there have been English words that have been said that sound nothing like the actual word. And I, I always remember turning to you and Ale to like direct me, help me. What does this mean? So please just shed some light on some of the words that get used that sound nothing like what the word's supposed to sound like. Yeah, my... My my dad and I always tell my mom that she can make an entirely new dictionary with all of these mm. words. Mm. Um, so, for example, spur is not spur, it's esper, okay? <laughs> stop is estop, espar. So everything that has an S, she puts an ES in front of, right? So you got to make a stop at esper. Um, yep. <laughs> yes. What about, what about McDonald's? A McDonald. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there we go. Mm -hmm. There we go. The other day, the other day, she found one of my hair clips that had Donald Duck on it, and she comes into my room and she says, "Look, it's donuts." <laughs> <laughs> so the mistakes are plentiful. I remember Dudu and I were whose I don't even remember whose birthday it was, but uh, we were gonna sing happy birthday for someone, and then they they normally say happy birthday. Happy birthday. No, wait, did you, did you say this nice? She just gonna say it. So Dudu and I were basically laughing at Dudu's mom and then she caught us and she was like, you motherfuckers are laughing at me, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Look, God. it's tough, it's tough. And whenever you do correct the Latina mom, she's always gonna basically remind you that she's perfect and she doesn't say anything wrong. So you cannot correct them because it's basically, it's, it's futile, you know? You know, you know, Judy, every time I'm around your mom and she'll be telling me something and then she'll, she'll say, say a word that's not being said correctly, right? But I mean, I'm not going to like frown or anything like that because no one is, you know, the master of pronunciation or anything like that. 
but then she'll always make a point to let me know that there is no master of pronunciation. And there was this doctor once in Freiburg who told her that it doesn't matter what your accent is like. It doesn't matter what, what <laughs> she tells me the same story every time I'm around her. Yep. And I'm like, I understand. I got you. That is true. Every time Bibbs is around my mom and she says something wrong and she literally has no facial recursion. It's like she was speaking perfect English. And I just look at Bibbs. I'm like, how is she not dying on the floor right now? Because <laughs> I'm dying on the floor. Because <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. You don't want to take that bull on. I don't want to like, sure. I don't want to like flinch an eyebrow. And then she's like, is there something wrong? And then I'm like, wrong. <laughs> Well, Biru, thanks, thanks for thanks for joining us today. We hope that you 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 enjoy being part of the Naked Show, right? And and that's obviously it's won't be very the last very time. exciting. Um, do you just want to plug your socials quickly? Let people know where they can find you on social media, so that obviously they can be part of your awesome content. Uh, my Instagram is Leandra Ruiz, Ruiz with two eyes, so it's L E A N D R A R U I I Z, because the one I was taken. And my TikTok is the same thing. All right. And she makes awesome TikToks. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, go follow her. Also, what's your opinion on Joe Exotic? Should he be freed or not? Joe Exotic was set up and he deserves to be a free man. And that's on period. Did Carol Baskin do it? She, yeah, 100%. 100%. She killed her husband, whacked him. <laughs> thanks Dudu thanks thanks for being part of us uh, and we, we appreciate you alright thanks Dudu thank you for having me